good idea. And welcome to the rewrap for Friday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB. And this morning, we'll mark the week because guess what? Friday. That's what we do. Uh, we need to tell you about the latest COVID virus that you might catch. Just so you know exactly which one it is that you've got, which, which letter we're up to. Uh, MIQ, hang on, is it actually working now? And uh, the Grand Tour, uh, there's a new one coming. But before any of that, uh, oh yeah, the National Party leadership. Uh, who should do it? You know what, I don't mind that Retty's the interim leader. I mean, the main reason being, if you're going to do this, try and do it properly, right? Far better to make a solid, well-considered decision over a madcap heat-of-the-moment one. Whether Retty held the job for a while will matter not in the fullness of time, of course, as poor old Judith, her demise will quickly be forgotten as well. We don't spend a lot of time talking about the Shearer years or the Cunliffe years or the Little years or the English years. Not that most of them even had years to talk about, sometimes just months. The point is... Once you're gone, you're a feather duster. The real issue for the Nats at the moment is not as much the next leader, it's whether they gather in unison behind them. There at one point were plenty of people who thought Judith was right for the job, that's how she got it. But the ensuing bitching, backstabbing, leaking and general self-indulgence would have done anyone in, and that's their major problem. If they cannot tidy up their discipline, you can elect anyone you want, it won't make a lot of difference. Yes, a leader can unite and a leader can spark the public's imagination, and from that comes a sort of fait accompli within something like a caucus. But the fundamentals of basic professionalism have to be there from the start. So, Mitchell or Luxon? Either's good or potentially good. Luxon's not shown himself to the wider world, of course, so he might be brilliant. He might be David Shearer. Luxon ran a company, Shearer helped the third world. Remember that? Both are affable, both look like a prospect. What you did... Your backstory is but a small part of the ingredients required to win in politics, though. A lot of Luxon is based on the idea he's the next John Key. Key looked unlikely until he got Teflon and the rest was history. Even Judith looked kind of fun with the old crusher persona until it vanished with the pressure of leadership. Bridges was the same. Never forget, lots of people liked Bridges until they didn't. There is a real, very real, in fact, tangible step to be made between looking good and actually being successful. They're two different things. Mitchell... We know him well. To be blunt, we got him on the Wednesday slot because we thought he would end up, well, where he might be about to end up. Is he too nice, though? Are either of these blokes just contenders because that's all there is? Is Luxon a genius or just another bloke who looks okay until we found out he's picked the wrong profession? So the race is on, but here's the simple truth. National have made a spectacular mess of this. You have to earn support no matter who your leader is, and when it comes to that, if they can't see this as a circuit breaker, then ACT deserves to be the opposition. So... We're just going to end up with the least worst person. That sounds inspirational. Let's quickly mark the week, because it's Friday and that is what we do. It's always inspirational. Time now to mark the week. Little piece of news and current events that's, um, well, it's as hot as a National Party caucus meeting when the gloves are off, the spittle's flying and the knives are up. Are the Nats zero? What we saw yesterday was truly desperate stuff. A lesson in petty self-indulgent self-destruction at a time when professionalism, coherence and accountability have never been in greater demand. Uh, Mark Mitchell, Chris Lux and Simon Bridges, seven. All you can do is wish them well and hope the rest corral around them, whoever it turns out to be. MIQ, too. Uh, no one's going to miss it. Should have been gone sooner. It was an ill-conceived idea, an ill-fated mess from day one. It will be of all the cock-ups, the cock-up of cock-ups in the COVID era. Groundswell, eight. Yep. It's bigger than the original idea. It's widespread and it's got momentum. In a way, it brings country and city together, and that's no bad thing, and the government dismisses the mood at its peril. Uh, Stuart Nash and Groundswell, too. Well, that is based on what I've read on their website. Uh, yes, you can say whatever you want, and no, you don't have to walk it back if you don't think it's necessary, but when it comes to reputation, digging a hole isn't hard, getting out is. Hairdressers, eight. I uh, should never have been left out in the cold so long, but may the scissors fly and the clippings fall. Hairdressers who moan about reopening and not having enough time to do so, one. 
Read the Room, Hospo 2, should never have been left out in the cold so long. Barry Soper, 7. Barry, I'm going to ask for a little decorum, Jessica, and then Barry. Still fighting the good fight in a room full of patsies. That should be learning. Uh, they should be learning from a pro. Chris Hipkins, seven. Barry, I Barry, 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 Barry. For trying to put it right, even if it was, I need to dig himself out of a hole. Uh, the COVID response vaccination bill four. Fast laws, too often shabby law, too often tramples over democracy. And we used to like democracy. Remember when we had democracy? Uh, the Democracy Report four. A global look this week at all we've lost. The countries that ride roughshod, the tyrants who take advantage. A small cancellation that, uh, or consolation rather, that we're still not quite as bad as some, but globally, democracy is going backwards. Our three waters, seven. Most of us, well, that was the poll I was referring to, not three waters. The three waters poll, seven. Most of us see it for what it is, basically, which is theft. Uh, News Talk ZB, ten. Literally, literally in the history of modern broadcasting, the ratings that came out yesterday for this station have never come anywhere close to the level of success, growth and dominance this place now has in the market. I love it, you love it, everyone loves it. And that is the week. Copies on the website. And the Christmas Collector's Edition, by the way, of Marking the Week is in stores now. And Whitcalls has already called it the gift of the season. Yes, Christmas is coming, isn't it? Fast approaching. It's, it's like one of those scenes in Lord of the Rings where you can hear a disturbing sound getting closer and closer and closer. It's sleigh bells. That's what it is. Uh, let's hope it's not the sound of new. 100 cases so far. You heard about new, new, NU. What would you say? NU. New, new. It's the new variant. It's the B11529. It's in Botswana, the Botswana COVID variant. It's got to three countries so far. Still uncertain about the impact on the variant. Five times more mutations on a specific part of the spike protein than Delta, meaning it might uh, be better at infecting vaccinated people than the, um, than the current dominant strain. Whatever so, happened to Lambda? Never, they... never went anywhere. Arrived, flash in the pan. It was like the third Michael Bublé Christmas album. You thought, oh yeah, could go for it, but no, didn't fire. So that was the end of Lambda. So now we got new to worry about, or new, new. I wonder uh, which uh, is more likely to put you in hospital, Lambda, new, or Michael Bublé. Um, I th- does he? I think he's saying "I'll be home for Christmas" on that album. Uh, let's just say that he did because it would segue nicely into this next little bit from Mike. I tell you what, my daughter's coming home for Christmas. There was a thrill yesterday. Uh, I didn't know she told me last time I talked to her she said I'm forget it I'm up to uh, the Gold Coast in New South Wales I'm going down to South Australia for a holiday um, it, it's, it's all too much this MIQ system anyway she went back yesterday unbeknownst to any of us and got straight in she wasn't even in the queue she didn't even get a queue number she just said hello here I am they went bang you're in so she's bringing a mate back not a boy thank god that'll ruin Christmas uh, but she's bringing a mate back and they're going to do it together. So they both got in. They're both coming home for Christmas. How good's that? Yeah, I'm not quite sure why he was so anti-boy there. Because um, uh, like, I'm assuming he means that this is a woman or somebody non-binary who's coming back with his daughter. Uh, or was he, you know, could be his daughter's new wife. I mean... I don't know what's going on there. Uh, but, I mean, bonus, obviously that means two more presents under the tree for him, whereas he would have been one down if she hadn't made it back.
Uh, and here's a little present for you if you like the Grand Tour. More of uh, him and Clarkson and May uh, coming to your screens. Trending now on the Mike Hosking Breakfast. Now, if you love Jeremy Clarkson on the show yesterday, and a lot of people did, do I have good news for you? Hammond, May and Clarkson are back with a new one-off Grand Tour special. It's being dubbed their second lockdown episode as they dive into the bizarre world of the French car culture. They embark on an epic road trip which combines a hair-raising mountain climb, bomb defusals, propeller-powered cars and helicopter stunts. Sounds amazing. France. We like their food, their wine. But French cars can be a bit weird. I'm going to do it. Go! I'm going to take it where it's wrong! Fuck you! Fuck me alive! <laughs> it's claimed the suspension is so good that you can drop one from 500 feet. Oh, shit. Watch out, madame! I'd say that wasn't necessary. The French pretty much invented motorsport, and certainly today we shall be adhering to French rules. They're fantastic, aren't they? I think. The Grand Tour, Canage Trois. It drops on Amazon uh, Friday the 17th of December, just in time for Christmas. By the way, the Clarkson interview is uh, online. I take it's online, it's online, it's online. Uh, and will be on the Best Of on Sunday morning. Glenn wants me to promo that. Best Of um, is coming up this week. It's, well, it's uh, one of the biggest shows in radio, Mike. 4am. Yeah. 4am Sunday. Because people yesterday may have detected that, in fact... You had a lot more to say yeah. with Jeremy Clarkson, quite a lot more. In fact, I think this is the longest interview I've ever recorded. And I heard it all week from Glenn. I, I recorded it last Friday night, and I was... I was um... In love. <laughs> so Infatuated. It went, so it went on and on and on and on. I just found, I, I found there was a kinship and a kindred spirit going on there, so I thought just keep the tape rolling, so we did. So anyway, it's a, it's a lengthy old number. Uh, but if you want to listen to the whole thing, and it's well worth listening to. It's a shame we didn't have time for it on air, but uh, there are other platforms these days, as they say. Uh, you just So going back to that Grand Tour special, uh, it looks hilarious, I've got to say. I mean, I'm not actually super interested in Top Gear or Grand Tour or any of that stuff. Mike always says you don't have to be interested in cars to enjoy it, but I think you do have to be a bit interested, and I'm just not. Um, I'm, don't, don't get me wrong, I think they're very clever at what they do, but, but this actually does look quite entertaining. And I think it's because it's kind of racist. Like, they're just doing bad French accents, uh, just sort of pandering to the stereotypes that French make terrible cars and drive really badly. Um, and I've, I've got to admit, I find that all very amusing. And it raises the question is, can you be racist against French people? Uh, you probably can. But there's a... And I also, I feel like uh, Richard Hammond has... He's really just completely gone off the deep end, going by the what I saw on the promo. There's a scene of him parallel parking a car just by smashing it into two other cars and getting into the park. So if that's the kind of thing you're into, look out for that one. I'm Glenn ZB. Uh, look out for this one on Monday with another re-wrap. See you then.